Welcome to Wolverine Reads, a theatrical podcast celebrating new plays. I'm Nathaniel Quinn, producing director of Wolverine Theatrics. Previously on Wolverine Reads, Quitman Ross began his cross-examination with Thomas Knight, the author of his father, Captain Newton Knight's biography. We learn how truly confusing this family tree is. Both defense and prosecution scramble to understand whom married whom within the family. D.H. Valentine doesn't help any by insisting he knew Rachel Knight as a child and only confused the trial to the point of retiring the jury for a moment of respite. While the jury is out, the legal counsels discuss a previous case involving the Knight family. Schwarzfager's co-counsel, E.K. Collins, indicated that a previous marriage license to one of Davis Knight's relatives may also be listed in the white marriage book. This book, however, was left behind in the circuit clerk's office across the street. Ross attempts to retrieve the marriage book but was denied by Judge Collins due to Ross's lack of preparation before he retired to his chambers. Once alone, Ross tells us a story of the judge indicating he may not be as impartial as his oath would make him seem. Let us return to the courtroom. Once again, we would like to remind listeners that this court case is historically accurate and contains racially charged language. Let us continue with Part 3 of The State of Mississippi vs. Davis Knight, excavated by Victoria E. Bynum, processed and dramatized by Marcus J. France. Court is in session. Now, Mr. Valentine, I was asking you about the woman who went by the name of Rachel. You told me she had a child by the name of Jeff Knight. Yes, sir. Do you know who Jeff Knight married? He married Molly Knight, a white woman. Did they have any children, so far as you know? Yes, sir. Who were they? Well, oh, I don't recall their names, except uh, Arthur. Do you see him here in the courtroom? Uh, yes, sir. Sitting right over there at the end of the table. What relation, if any, is he to the defendant? Father, I suppose. The defendant is one of the younger family. I'm not so acquainted with We him. object to that. Sustained. Well, do you know of your own knowledge whether the defendant is his son? Yes, I do. Getting back to Jeff Knight. Did you know his general reputation in the community as to whether he was a Negro or a white person? To which we, we object. Overruled. The general... Do you know that reputation? Yes, sir. He was a Negro. Do you know the general reputation of Otho Knight? He has always been classed as We object to that! Just state whether he is reputed a Negro or a white man. Yes, sir. Negro. We object! Overruled. Do you know the reputation of Davis Knight as to whether he is a Negro or a white man? Yes, sir. He's a Negro. A mulatto Negro. We object to that! Overruled. That's all. Mr. Valentine. In what year were you born? 1890. 1890. Yes, sir. Now, if Rachel Knight, or whatever her name was, died in 1889, and you never knew her, did you? I don't think she died then. I was raised there, and I knew Rachel all my life as an old midwife, an old Negro woman. Just answer my question. If she died in 1889, you didn't know her. Did you? No, if she died in 1889, then I couldn't have known her. But I did know Rachel Knight. Do you know where she's buried? She's buried in the Negro graveyard. Where they bury Negroes. (laughs) Well, if there are white folks buried there, 
You wouldn't call it a Negro graveyard, would you? Yes, if they classed themselves to be buried there. Did you know Newt's not? Yes, sir. Was he a white man or a Negro? Hey, he was as white as you or I. Then, if Rachel is buried in the same graveyard as Newt, how would you class it? Would that change the color? I wouldn't class it. His character forced him to be buried there. I didn't ask you that. I don't even know whether they was buried in the same graveyard. Well, if you don't, how would you class it? I wouldn't class it. I would go around it. Then you don't know whether Rachel Knight was buried in the Negro graveyard. No, sir, I do not. Then you don't know whether she was ever married. No, sir. Do you know when she died? No, sir. Do you know whether she's dead? I know she's dead. I heard it in the family. Do you know when she died? Well, that's going so far back. Mr. I Valentine, don't... you claim to know all about her. Well, not all about her. I told you I knew her. When did you know her? When I was a little fella coming up. When did you first see her? I don't remember. Where did you live? Between service and so-so. And you live six or seven miles away. Oh, about five miles, but the way we had to go was about six or seven miles. So, if she died, you never knew anything about it. Oh, I know she's dead. I just don't know when she died. What occasion did you have to know her? Well, I know she was considered a midwife for the community. She was just talked about as an old negro there. What occasion did you have to see her? Well, no occasion. You know, I was raised white myself. I am simply asking you to tell me the occasion you had for seeing and knowing Rachel. Just meeting her. Where did you meet her? I met her on the road. Would see her around the community. Tell me one other time you remember seeing her. I, I can't specify in a particular time. I didn't have no reason for remembering it. I know, but you profess to know all about her. Tell me one time you remember seeing her. I, I seen her in old man Newt's yard and there around his place. What occasion do you have for being there? I was there with my father. He and Newt was good friends. Close friends. Your father and Newt were close associates. Not, not so much associates. My father was a white man altogether. Did you ever visit their home? Never visited their home. I was raised better. You were raised better. Nevertheless, Newt Knight was a good friend of your father. Sure. And some of those niggers out there are as good friends of mine as I have in the Oh, world. in other words, your father was a good friend of Newt Knight, but he just considered himself a little bit better. That's right. Now, what occasion did your father have to go to New Tonight's place? Regular routine. The water mill was over there. My father traded cows and what have you, but would pass out there and stop to talk with old Now, this Jeff Knight, you didn't tell the jury he was full-blooded Negro, did you? He was a mulatto. His mother was a full-blooded Negro. He was a mulatto Negro. Was his mother married? I don't know. You knew her, didn't you? I knew her, but I didn't have occasion to know that. She was always called a slave. I was supposed to be born a slave. You don't remember slavery days, do you? Well, that's what they tell me. You never did see a slave, did you? They were free, but they were still old slave Negroes. You never did see a slave, did you? Well, naturally. It was before my time, did you? I'm doing the asking, Mr. Valentine. You're doing the answer. Well, go ahead. You never did see a slave, did you? Not one in slavery, no, sir. You don't know whether Rachel was a full-blooded Negro, do you? So far as I know, she was a full-blooded Negro. You do not 
know that she was a full-blooded Negro. She had kinky hair, a flat nose, big thick lips. She was just a Negro. Tell me how you know that unless... I've worked Negroes and I've been around Negroes enough that I can mighty not tell one when I see one. Are you going to stick to your story that you knew this Negro woman no matter when she died? That's right. I don't know the date she died. You are just as positive that you knew her as you are to anything else you testified to here today? Sure, she didn't die until I was... I say that you are just as sure as you are telling the truth about that as anything else you've testified about. We object to that. Sustained. You are positive then, Mr. Valentine, that you knew Rachel Knight. I saw Rachel when I was a very small boy. Yes, sir. Where did you see her? I might have seen her in church. Might have seen her in church. Sure, they went to church. Did she go to a Negro church or a white church? They went together. She went with Newt Knight. Did you see her at church? Uh, I wouldn't say, but I passed the Negro church. Did you ever see her at one of the Negro churches? I couldn't say positive. You just don't know where you saw her, do you? That's all. Mr. Valentine. Do you mean that you only saw her or remember seeing her one time or that Newt's yard was the only place you remember seeing her? We object to his leading. No, I saw her more than one time. We move, if the court please, that the answer of the witness be stricken and the jury instructed to not consider it. Sustained. Let it be stricken. I move the court now instruct the witness when objection is made to keep his mouth shut until the court rules. I am not going to instruct the the witness to keep his mouth shut. Sit down, Mr. Valentine. (laughs) Proceed, Mr. Schwarzfeger. Mr. Valentine, how many times would you say that you saw Rachel? Just off and on. I couldn't tell you how many times. Uh, This Rachel, was she the mother of Jeff Knight? Yes, sir. That's all. Do you know the year Jeff was born? I do not. Were you older or younger than Jeff? Jeff was older. Is he living or dead? Jeff is dead. How much older was he? Old Jeff was... uh, around the age of my father. Do you know when Jeff died? It's, uh, been 20-some years. Do you know where he's buried? No, sir, I do not. Did Jeff have his own home? He did. Where was it? It was, uh, out there between, uh, Union Line Church and Gitano. Uh, there right in the bank of, uh, Etahoma Creek, uh, bordering on the swamp. How long have you lived in Laurel? I've been living in Laurel about, uh, 25 years. And until then, you lived at the 11-mile post with your father? Yes, sir. I see. That's all. Well, witness is excused. The state calls Mr. B.L. Moss. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Mr. Moss, where do you live? About two miles north of Soso, here in the western part of Jones County. How long have you lived there, Mr. Moss? Since 1920. You lived away from Jones County for a spell? Well, when I got out of school, I went away for about 20 years. How old were you when you went away? 17. (laughs) Of course, I would come back every summer. Did you know a person named Jeff Knight? Yes, sir. Who lived in that community a number of years ago? I wouldn't say right in that community, but it was out that way. Hmm. Did you know his wife? I wouldn't say that I did, no. I have no memory of her. I I guess I saw her, and I probably knew her, but that was back in my boyhood. I have no memory of her. 
Did you know Jeff Knight's general reputation? That is, whether he was a Negro or a white person. We object. Overruled. Did you know that reputation, Mr. Moss? In my immediate community, we regarded him as a colored man. And did you know Otho Knight? Well, I have known Otho in more recent years. I wouldn't say I knew Otho back in my boyhood. (laughs) But since I came home, he's farmed with me. Do you know who his father was? Well, I understand his father was Jeff Knight. Is that who is generally reputed to be his father? We object to who was generally reputed to be his father. The witness said he thought his father was married. I presume that is sufficient. You cannot prove a man's paternity by general reputation. If he was illegitimate, you could not do it. But if his mother is married, it is legally presumed that his father was his mother's husband. I'll let it go for what it's worth. Overruled. Do you know? Otho's general reputation in his community as to his race. Well, I don't know about the community where he Then we object. Sustained. You say you don't know his general reputation as to his race in the community where he resides. Well, it depends on whether you call my community his community. Did he ever work for you, Mr. Moss? Yes, sir. He lived on my place. And during the years he worked with you, in the community where you lived, did you know his general reputation as to his race? I presumed him to be of the Oh, We object to that. Sustained. Well... Do you know his general reputation? What other people say about it? I considered him a color man. We object. Sustained as to what he considered it? We move that that be excluded. Sustained. You said you knew his general reputation. That is what other people generally say there in the community where you live and where he worked with you. As to his race. In the community where I was living, that was the way he was looked upon. As what? As a colored man. Now, did you know his boy, Davis Knight? I knew Dave at the time. I wouldn't say I know him now. Did you know his general reputation in the community as to his race? That is, what his race is? Uh, Yes, uh, he was considered the son of his father. And being the son of his father, he would have to be a colored man. That's all. Mr. Moss... I don't mean to ask you some sort of technical or tricky or silly question, but do you know what a Negro is? That is, the definition of a Negro. (laughs) I have a definition in my own mind. Whether it is correct, I don't know. Any man is a Negro who has some Negro blood in him. Isn't that right? Well, my understanding of the legal definition is that he's a Negro if he has one-eighth Negro blood in him. Yes, but you know... You you were born and raised in Mississippi, just like me, weren't you? That's right. And you know, as a matter of fact, that any person who is believed to have any Negro blood, whatever, is classed as a Negro, right? Uh, that is generally true. That yes. is generally true in the community in which you live, isn't it? I think that is true. Now, Mr. Moss, would you mind saying how old you are? No, I don't mind at all. 65. Were you born about where you live now? Well, within a half a mile of where I'm living now. And how far did Newt Knight live from where you grew up? Three and a half miles airline. Probably a four or five by road. Did you ever know Rachel Knight? Not personally, no. Do you know Captain Knight? Yes, sir. Do you know where he is buried? Yes. I've been to the graveyard. Do you know where Rachel Knight is buried? No, sir, I do not. Well... 
Where is this place that Newt is buried? Well, it's up in there. I don't know how to tell you. Well, but just a little way up in there from where Jeff lived. About a mile and something back north of where Jeff lived. Are some of the graveyards marked with tombstones? I couldn't say. I never was in there but one time. Do you remember when, when that was? It was the day when Stuart Knight was murdered. We went over there the day they buried him. I don't know just how long that's been. In your youth, did you ever go around Newt's place? I passed by there a few times. Mm -hmm. But you don't remember seeing Rachel? Well, no, sir, I don't. But you did know Jeff Knight? That's right. Do you know of your personal knowledge who his mother was? No. Was Jeff Knight a full-blooded Negro? I did not regard him as a full-blood Negro. He was not black, was he? No. You don't know what percent Negro or white person he was? I have no way of knowing. You have no way, whether of knowing? No. That's all. Mr. Moss, did Jeff Knight have any of the physical characteristics of a Negro? He did. What noticeable characteristics did he have of a Negro? Well, he had was that uh, flat nose, uh, thick lips, and, and kicky hair. That's all. Mr. Knight, <clears throat> I beg your pardon. Mr. Moss, would you outline to the jury what characteristics white men have? Well, so far as physical characteristics, I wouldn't attempt to outline them. I mean, we do know that we have typical white men and we have men who are not typical white men. I would say that the typical white man has straight hair and possibly blue eyes and the typical straight nose. There are also very definite characteristics of the Negro. Yes, uh, certain characteristics there are present all the time in the typical Negro. He has what you know as kinky hair. Yes, kinky hair. And as you describe, thick lips. Yes. And a flat nose. Yes, well, <laughs> well, that isn't always true in some Negroes. So, this man, Jeff Knight, had characteristics that were not Negro, didn't he? Oh, yes. So he had both Negro and white characteristics. He was much lighter than most Negroes, but he had some Ethiopian features. Well, his hair was not as kinky as ordinary Negroes, was it? Well, my best recollection was that it was not. You say your best recollection is that it was not. That's right. That's all. The witness is excused. The state calls Mr. H.V. Welch. Do you swear to tell the truth? The whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God. I do. Where do you live, Mr. Welch? I live in Jasper County. Do you live in close proximity to where Newt Knight lived during his lifetime? Yes, sir. I live about a mile and a half from where he's buried. Did you know Rachel Knight during her lifetime? No, I did not know Rachel. I heard tell of her. Did you know Jeff Knight? I did. Did you know his general reputation in the community as to his race? Yes, sir. What was that reputation? We object. Overruled. The court says you can answer that question. Well, I was always taught and always... We object to what he was taught or knew. Sustained. Well, what did people out there generally consider him? A Negro. Did he have any physical characteristics of a Negro? Well, uh, yes, he, uh, he favored them. In what respect, tell the jury. His hair was pretty curly, and his cheekbones and lips. He imitated a Negro right smart. In other words, his actions and so on? Yes, sir. Was he married, or had he been married and so on? Well, 
he had been married. He uh, he first married. A, um, Who did he marry? Uh, he he first married. A, they said she was uh, Newt Knights. Her name was Molly. And they said she was new. We object to what they said she was. Sustained. Molly. Was she a white woman or a Negro woman? Well, they called her a white woman. Did you know of any of hers and Jeff's children? Yes, sir. She had two boys. One named Charlie and uh, one named Otho. Uh, Just a minute now. Otho, do you see him here in the courtroom? Yes, sir. There he is. The one to the right? Yes, sir. Do you know his general reputation in his community as to his race? Well, folks say them night Negroes is all I uh, We tell. object to that. Overruled. Exception. Do you know whether they had a son named Davis? Yes, sir. They have. And do you know Davis Knight's general reputation in the community as to his race. Uh, he goes just like his daddy does. And what is that? Folks call them them night negroes. Them night negroes. Yes, sir. That's all. Thank you for joining us for the State of Mississippi vs. Davis Knight, excavated by Victoria E. Bynum, processed and dramatized by Marcus J. France, featuring the voice talents of Jason Pasqua, Heath Howes, Justin Glover, Mason Quinn, Dan Muth, Sarah Foreman, Amy Woods, David Weigand, Kent Sugg, Elliot Clough, Phil Foreman, Hugh Butterfield, Francis Leary, Lenny Scoville, David Harlan, Benjamin Gonzalez, Allison Quaggenharken, and Chris Will. Directed by Nathaniel Quinn, with sound design by Kyle Harper and original music by Scott Hurst. If you've been enjoying our content, please head over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Wolverine Reads and consider becoming a patron. We are passionate about creating and celebrating new theater. Becoming a patron helps us to continue creating and improving our craft. And from all of us at Wolverine Theatrics, thank you for listening, liking, and sharing.